You are listening to the Inspiring Your Shine podcast, where you will be empowered with the truth to live authentically, abundantly, and on purpose, taking you and your business from surviving to thriving by helping you be authentically you. Hello and welcome to Inspiring Your Shine. My name is Rebecca and I'm here today with Corey from Inspire. Corey is a friend of mine and we have done some podcasts in the past together. We call them Real Talk with Rebecca and Corey. And we have such a good time whenever we get together and we talk. I really feel like it's a good synergy. So hopefully you enjoy it too. So when I ask Corey, what do you want to talk about at, at this time? What do you think is relevant? What will encourage people? And she had came up with this topic of structure. And so what we're calling this podcast today is how structure can help you when life gets crazy. So at the time of this recording, we are going through the um, COVID pandemic, but we are going to be talking about how any time in your life, anything that throws you a curveball, whatever it is in your life that has made things crazy, whether it's a death, a loss of something, a job or divorce or anything, when life gets crazy, we can apply these same principles. So even if you're listening to this and the pandemic is past and now it's just a bad memory, then you can know that you can draw on these things that we'll be talking about today to help you to create this structure in your life to um, what we're going to be talking about, how it's going to anchor you so that you can not feel crazy during this time and you can move forward. So welcome, Corey. Thank you so much for joining me today. And as we get started here, you can talk a little bit about why you wanted to talk about structure if you'd like. Okay, awesome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. We haven't done this in a while. So I I know we have lots of great ideas together and I love your wisdom and the insight that you have. So yeah, structure. Oh my gosh. I was thinking, um, you know, things are crazy right now. And I thought to myself, I'm so thankful I have all these positive processes that I do in my own life that I've taught myself to hold myself down. Having gone through difficult things before, I created all these little little games I play with myself. <laughs> and I thought there's a lot of people hurting right now that don't know how to do that for themselves because they are used to going to work at a certain time. They're used to coming home at a certain time. They're used to dropping the kids off and picking them up at a certain time. They're used to going to the gym with their friends. I mean, it, the list goes on and on and we are all kind of turned upside down right now. And that can really cause you to have a lot of emotional distress, a lot of anxiety. And I have found that some of the things we're going to talk about have helped me so much. And I just know that these things are powerful and useful and they will be encouraging to someone else. Yeah, totally. I completely agree. And that is so true. And I'm somebody who works from home. And so I'm kind of used to being in the house a lot, but I'm not used to having the kids around. And now my husband's around sometimes. And I read something really interesting. I actually did a Facebook live about it. And it was that what people are going through right now, a lot of people are going through grief, grief for the loss of their routine. Mm -hmm grief for the loss of what was and how life was and now it's not. So I found that really interesting. Yeah, I heard the same thing. I had read too that Americans or just anyone in the world should look at this situation through the eyes of the five stages of grief. And I thought that was so profound 
because I had already been experiencing some of those stages and I didn't understand, you know, why I was crying and feeling, you know, I'd have my moments of fear and I'd, then I'd have a moment of this is fine. It's no big deal. You know, the denial or get upset with other people. I mean, it was just, I was a mess, you know, yeah. <laughs> and reading that made me go, oh my gosh, yes, I'm grieving my old lifestyle. People say, well, we have so much privilege. Our ancestors went through far more than that. That's true. But it's the contrast right now. We have a huge amount of contrast from what we could do to what we can do right now. And that causes stress. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, it's normal. It's so different. Feel it. yeah. Thinking as we start this conversation that maybe we could talk a little bit about, and you can share your own personal journey with this of when there isn't a structure. So now the structure has been gone. It's blown up. Right. Whatever was is no longer for however long we don't know. And right. And this happens when people have major life changes, then what was is no longer. And you have to create like a new identity of who you are in this new way of being. And, and you can start that with structure. So what do you think about when you don't have structure? What are the problems that it causes? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Insecurity, a feeling of being unsafe, a feeling of being all over the place, like mentally, like not focused, forgetful you know, um, nervous, angry, possibly, you know, overly emotional. I have dealt with that in the past. My best example of feeling that way was when I went through a divorce. Mm -hmm. And um, you do feel like you're having a bit of an identity crisis. And I I told someone once, I said, I feel like I took my life as a drawer. And I just literally took the drawer and dumped it upside down. Yeah. It felt like nothing was in, in its place anymore. And that created a lot of unrest, a lot of anxiety, for lack of a better word. And you just, I remember feeling like I just don't feel like safe or attached to anything. Mm-hmm. I think it's more of a spiritual feeling than, than it is a physical thing to explain. So you feel really lost. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I had um, thought about it, like when you don't have structure, what are some of the, the things that you experience and why is it bad not to have structure? Because I'm by nature an unstructured person. I like to have a whole mm-hmm. lot of flexibility. I had to convince myself that I need structure in my life just to uh-huh. be successful because right. these are the things that I found that happened to me when I'm not being structured, what I'm just giving into like my most unstructured side of myself is that when I had no intentions, so when I start the day without any intentions and no, any anchoring thing of like what I want to try to get done, then I mm-hmm. do feel very like just overwhelmed and confused all day long. I waste a lot of time. I mean, I, I, I like to say I push pencils, you know, like I just move things around and chat with people and watch TV and things. And I just, right. and I'm like, really five hours just passed. Yeah. Got nothing done. Yeah. That's always really crazy to me. But then it's also, it gives me a very frustrated feeling of when I'm not following some kind of structure, even though, like I said, in my personality, the, the thought of structure makes me feel like handcuffed, you know, it makes me feel limited. But when Mm -hmm. I don't have structure in my life, then I actually will feel very stuck because I'm not making any progress. I'm wasting a lot of time. 
and I'm idle. And then the more that I'm idle and I'm not taking action, I'm not moving toward my dreams and goals. Then I feel frustrated because I'm not making any progress. And so it's like this vicious, vicious cycle. Yeah. It feeds itself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, it's no good. And, and the biggest thing is when I have no structure, when I don't set any intentions, when I don't know what my day is to hold, then I definitely don't ever feel like I'm done. So I just have this mm-hmm. overwhelming sense of overwhelm all day long. When I lay my head on my pillow, I just have all this angst and anxiety because I didn't feel like I did what I was supposed to do for the day because there was no right. measure. There was no structure to measure what mm-hmm. was right, what did you intend to do that you right. that you even didn't do. I don't even know, you know, because it's just like I don't right. know, you just passed and now it's gone and I never get that back again. So Right. Yeah, that makes total sense. And I, I see how it feeds itself because I I mean, I'm a very structured person, but when I'm unstructured, when I think that being unstructured is going to be fun and I'm like, I'm just going to do nothing. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> Actually, it's not. It's like, oh, God, I just don't feel good today. Like, I didn't do anything with my life and yeah. I didn't eat well. Now I feel bad because I didn't eat well. And, oh, I, I don't care about anything. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just like... That was something else I thought of the, the problem with not having structure is then you don't have a bedtime. You don't have like a morning routine where you're setting the tone for your day. You're not planning out what you're going to eat. And so you eat whatever Mm -hmm. you're probably going to make bad choices. You're most likely not going to exercise if you're not structuring it and scheduling it in your day. And there's so many other like self-care things that you're not doing for your needs to make you a healthy, happier individual. And so then every single day you just feel blah. Right. Crazy. Exactly. <laughs> so, so I wanted to kind of just set that tone of like what an unstructured life truly looks like. And I think we mm-hmm. all had times in our life where it was like that, you know, you get into almost like a depressed type state. It, it isn't right. good. It's very stuck and idle and I'm in a place to rest and renew, but then we move forward. Like God has never wanted us to be idle. Matter of fact, I started looking up in the Bible the, with the word idle. And I was surprised at how much it talked about taking action. Don't be idle. You never saw us idle. Really? So, yeah. yeah. It was really interesting because God wants us to be people of action. And yes, um, absolutely. It is in the doing that we are. Action feels good. Action feels amazing. And it's the thing we all avoid the most. Yes. And even love is an action word. Faith is an action word. Yeah. We really can't be exhibiting any fruits of the spirit without taking actions. And so. Absolutely. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. So we really need to get to this place where we can have some structure. And so now we can start talking about when you have structure, then what are the benefits of that? Like, how is that creating your life? The first thing when I brainstormed on this, the first thing that came to mind was it keeps you present. Mm -hmm. So everyone always talks about that's, you know, something that's positive is people say, well, just stay present. Well, what does that mean? Like, Mm -hmm. okay, stay present good. That's a good thing. How do I, how do I achieve that? You know, it's harder than you think it is. Yeah. And I've noticed that the more structure I have in my day, the more present I am because 
if I'm going to work out at 9 o'clock, I don't have time to worry because I have a workout to do. It's 9 o'clock. Like, I'm supposed to turn on my music and start my workout, and I'm busy with that. So then when I come inside and I'm supposed to start working at 9.30, I don't have time to worry because it's time for me to work. So I'm in the moment of my day. I'm not looking at the news, which is a huge problem right now because there's so much going on. Um, I'm not worried about money, and I'm not worried about how am I going to do this and what am I going to do because I'm busy with my structured meeting with myself or whatever I have for that time slot. It doesn't have to be to the point where you don't have any flexibility, but it's just like 5 o'clock, I cook dinner. Well, it's 5 o'clock, so it's time for me to put on my apron. I pour a glass of wine. I turn on a sermon. I have this whole process, and it it's soothing. Yeah. It's the end of my day. It's time for me to cook, and I'm present. And you know the other night I was going to, like, skip it because I was like, we got leftovers. We can have a leftover night. You know, we've got all this stuff. And I was feeling really tired, like, in that moment. And I'm like, I just don't feel like cooking. I'm overwhelmed, you know. And then all of a sudden I was like, no, I want to cook. I feel cheated out of my 5 o'clock process, which is what I always call it. So then, like, once I, like, we've talked about this before, once I told myself I didn't have to do it, I got up and I was inspired to do it. So, you know. I suddenly, you know, it's a little trick. I was like, I'm a child. Oh, I don't have to do it. Well, now I want to. Exactly. Now that making me. Exactly. So got up and had my five o'clock process. And I don't want to cheat myself out of the experience of cooking a fabulous meal and listening to a sermon and winding down, um, especially right now, because what else would I be doing watching TV? Like, what, what? am I going to do? This is what I had scheduled. So Staying present for me is something I've had to learn how to practice. And the more you fill your day with things to do, then the happier you're going to be. Like you're going to be in the moment. And in this moment, in my world, everything is fine. So just be right here right now. Don't worry about what could be because you'll kill yourself with what if. I mean, you will ruin yourself if you're constantly thinking about what could happen. And really present, what I love so much about that, so good, is because you can only control the present moment. That's the only thing you can control. You can't change the past. You can't predict the future. And so the only thing that you can do is control the present. And so when we, if we really looked at creating this structure and and a schedule, a plan that we could follow, then we are hour by hour then we are actually making our future happen and directing our future. Yes, exactly. You know, yeah, because you're going to, you can change your life by changing these little habits. You know, it's like, I don't know, there's a saying, it's like, you know, a good day makes a good week, makes a good life. You know, it's, it really is that simple. And if you do it, that's what I say to myself is like, well, I'm doing this right now. You know, I don't know what I'm doing after that, but I'm doing this right now. (laughs) Just do what you're supposed to do, you know? Yeah. And I love that. And I do that little mind game with myself too. In the moment when Mm -hmm. I have a plan for something that I'm like, I don't want to do it because Mm -hmm. I think that we are resistant to doing the things that we need to be doing to move forward. And, and it's just like, we start believing the lie or the old belief system Mm -hmm. or whatever. And so I also play games with myself where I release myself from it. And I say, I don't have to do it. Right. 
choosing to do it and it gives me my power back or I reward myself. So like you, I will say, okay, I need to do those dishes. And instead of like focusing on how I just don't want to do the dishes, I'll focus on if I wash the dishes, then I can listen to a podcast. And then I'm excited because I want to listen to a podcast. Right. So it's like, like a reward system works good for you. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. And so I do those kinds of things all the time to just get me through because if I really start looking at things, there's so many things I don't want to do that I have to do because there's nobody mm-hmm. else to do them. And it, it's, if it's going to be, it's up to me kind of a situation. And so, yeah, that's when you realize you're truly an adult. You're like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like I'm it. Like I'm always it. Why? <laughs> yeah, the other day Why I, was it dreaming, I was dreaming and I was telling Eric, you know what? I think that I just love on my birthday and mother's day. I do this. Like I don't, Clean, I don't cook. I don't do anything mm-hmm. that I don't want to. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes right. I really choose to do things just to serve my family because I want to, but I, I release myself from any needing. To yes. You are a princess. Yes. <laughs> on and your so birthday. Yeah. I think I'm going to just take three days, maybe like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I'm just going to do that where I'm going to not do anything. I'm going to just release myself from cooking for anyone or anything yeah. that I have to do and just like really enjoy my time. It's good for you. And what's funny is it's not about not doing anything. It's about not being required to do anything. Yes. It's just like and when you're not required, there. suddenly you feel inspired. Yeah. It's so <laughs> funny how our brains work. It but. is. Uh, we're really just children. We are yeah. all just big children. And okay. because our mommies and daddies aren't making us do stuff, we have to trick ourselves into doing all these responsible things. And I want to enjoy my life. And I have found the way to enjoy my life is to enjoy everything that I have to do, even the chores, because it's not going away. And it's dawned on me that I'm not going to have a nanny. (laughs) You know, I'm like, shoot, I don't think I'm going to ever hire a cook or a housekeeper. So I'm it. Well, that is so funny too, because I have another dream where I was like dreaming about like, oh, wouldn't it be great to have somebody like a house manager where they cook the meals yeah. and they clean and stuff. But then I started thinking about it. I'm like, would I really want somebody around all the time that wasn't my family member? And then I was like, right. no, I really probably wouldn't want that. And so that's not really realistic. So anyways. Yeah, we all have those. They all have those fantasies. <laughs> so wh- I love that. So what else? What else did you think of? Okay, so um, definitely um, having structure improves your productivity and your focus. Oh, my gosh. So much. Because I've learned, I'm sure you know this practice too, but like time blocking, especially if it's something that I don't want to do, I'm like, I'm going to work on it for an hour. I'm just going to give it my all for an hour, and then I'm going to put it down yeah. because I don't want to do it. And you'd be shocked at what you can get done in an hour and how much progress you can make. And again, these are the things that are leading you towards your goals. If you're taking action, you know, when you don't want to, you'd be amazed at how easy it is sometimes. And then you're like, oh, oh my gosh. And you feel that sense of accomplishment and you're focused because again, you're present because you told yourself from 930 to 1030, you're working on this. You don't want to do it, but you're going to be able to cross it off your list. And you're focused on that one thing. So you're not scatterbrained checking the news and worrying about, you know, the impact of what's going on right now or whatever's going on in your life. You know, maybe you're worried about your child. Maybe you're worried about a sick friend. Um, You worrying doesn't help that person. So you might as well focus on your goals 
and be the best version of yourself that you can be um, because you're going to be happier. It's going to feel good. Yeah. So feeling bad never helped anybody. You know, us collectively feeling bad together doesn't help anybody. True. It's so true. And and that is like the big deceit. I feel like the internet wants us to think like it's going to, if we fret and worry about it, somehow it's giving us some kind of false sense of control. And that's not true. And right. um, it's so good. So before I, I love that because we need the structure in order to focus at all, but before we can actually focus then, um, and I don't know, you might have this in your notes. We need some mm-hmm. kind of like a plan we need yeah. to follow. So how do you go about doing that? Yeah. You know, mine comes from practice of working for myself for so many years and, you know, digging deep and figuring out what motivates me and, um, you know, I'm sure you have the same experience. It's like how to set boundaries with yourself and not be too much of a goof off, but also enjoy the fact that you work for yourself for a reason, you know, so you can enjoy your life. So, you know, you have to um, create what I would call, you know, your work day. What, what does your work day look like? What's important to you? You know, just like you plan your sleep. Um, How much sleep do you need? Some people need six hours. Some people need nine hours, you know, so, you really have to plan a whole 24 hours to kind of see, you know, where you're at, how many hours of the day are you going to work? How many hours, you know, when are you going to work out? When are you going to take a break? And I think just putting those like that time blocking exercise together, um, getting out a calendar and putting that together and just, you have to just try it and see what works and you'll pick up on when you're tired, you know, when you're most productive and, like for me, I'm most productive in the morning. So I get up at six 30 because if I sleep late, I'm out of whack all day long. That's funny. Um, and that's my most productive time. That's when I'm bright and shiny and excited about everything is in the morning. So I really want to grasp that time. And yeah. yeah, it just comes from practice. And so if you don't, if you're someone who has no structure, who doesn't know how to structure their day, let's say you're working from home for the first time ever. And your boss is like, we don't care how you get it done, just get it done. Well, surprise, now it's up to you to figure out how to be effective. Yeah. And so you have to learn yourself and, you know, it, it comes from some, from some soul searching of this is my best time. This is what I like. This is what makes me feel good. This is what makes me feel productive. This is my workspace, you know, so you have to create those things for yourself. Yeah. It's fun, you know, have fun with it. Like it's a fun process. Well, I just wanted to say like that, that's so true because again, this is a shift. So even if you're at work, maybe you were told what to do or you're being held accountable to some sort because people were around you and now you don't have that accountability. And so you will have to right. like your own kind of structure of what you know you need to get done and when it is. And so that's like the work day, but even just talking about just life, like outside of work, like one thing that I find is that people will structure like all the things they should be doing and they'll be like, I'm mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. This is what I'm going to do this. But what if you just wiped everything clean and you started with what do I really want? Like, where am I going? What's important to me? And really starting with scheduling those things. Like it's important for me to, I recognize during this time, having more downtime forced, it made me realize that I actually love having less commitments and having more free time. And so going forward, I'm recognizing that that's something that I want to make sure that I, that I keep captured, that I'm not scheduling myself like crazy person 
all every hour all day long. It's it's a core desire feeling for me to feel more free. And the only way for me to feel more mm-hmm. free is not feeling like all these obligations really want. It has to be in balance, you know, and that, you know, don't go crazy. Don't be so hard on yourself because I've like just recently, I'm like, I'm going to be nice to myself because if I'm not, nobody else is going to be, you know, I have to take care of myself yeah. and be good to myself. And this is my life. And, you know, I want to be happy. So I have to feel good in order to feel good. This is, this is what I know makes me feel good. So it's going to be different for everyone. Exactly. And yeah. And you kind of have to do some work to figure that out. And, you know, it's amazing because we're all going to learn so much about ourselves through this process. Um, And that's the way I like to see it. Like this is an opportunity for us all to slow down Mm -hmm. and focus on what's important to us and value what's important to us. And it's okay. You know, it's, it's, it's all going to be okay. And we don't need to um, look at this in a negative light. No, I think that it is like a cleansing and a renewal. Yes. I, I think that as much as it wasn't something I, I read this the other day and it struck me and it was like that God, well, actually it was part of our sermon on Sunday. And he said that God doesn't always give us what we expect, but he gives us what we need. And, mm-hmm. and so I think that this, whether we knew it or not, I think a lot of us needed this and now yes. we're having this opportunity to reset. And so along with creating the structure and, you know, creating that plan that you can be focused on and you can follow, I think what we kind of touched on a little bit, but I had, when I was doing research, just kind of looking it talked about that you can have a plan, but you also need to have conditions surrounding that plan. And I like to call that the environment that you need mm-hmm. to thrive. And so mm-hmm. in order for you, so you can have a plan and you can make your structure, but then if you don't set the right conditions for you, you're not going to be able to accomplish and make yourself do those things. And so we already kind of touched on in order for you to do dinner, you listen to your sermon and pour yourself a glass of wine. And in order for me to do dishes, I, you know, listen to a podcast. In order for me to exercise, I show up on a FaceTime with my friend and we chit chat a little bit and then we do it together. And I know she's right. doing and suffering through the same workout that I am. And it makes me feel, you know, supported. And so that right. is a condition that I have put in place that has really helped me to have success with my exercise routine. And, you know, so we have to be looking at what are those things that we need to support us taking action and, right. and what does that environment need to look like in order for us to do that? Because we can determine and push through for so long in in whatever condition, but what if you actually, Mm -hmm. like you said, in loving yourself and giving yourself grace, supported yourself with things that made it easier for you? Right. And I think, you know, we talked about creating a workspace. So, I mean, there's physical aspects of that, but there's also emotional aspects of that because I'm thinking of all the mommies right now that are homeschooling that have never done that before, you know, and they're trying to work and they've got kids all day and they're trying to now teach. And, you know, it's, it's a, it's a hectic time. And, um, there's things that you have to do to protect yourself mentally, just so, you know, you can take care of your family and being a mom. I've always felt like, you know, the mom is the leader in the house 
because everyone, you know, if mom's upset, everyone's upset. <laughs> we all know that. Yeah. But, you know, mom sets the tone for yeah. the household. Totally. And, you know, you have to create some space for yourself if you are homeschooling and, you know, you do have a plan to do, you know, exercise at 10 o'clock or whatever that is. You have to have that conditions to support that plan or it's not going to happen. Yeah. And um, so I think it is important to think about the conditions and is this realistic and, and how can I make this happen? I've read that before, you know, that um, um, successful people don't say, I can't do that. They say, how can I do that? Yeah. You know, and asking yourself that question and, you know, talking to your spouse or talking to, you know, your kids or whoever it is that you need to collaborate with to make these things happen is going to be an important condition because if you want to take a walk every day at 3.15, you know, they're going to have to support you. And you can explain to them, you know, that this is important because this is my mental health and I want to be good to you guys and I need a little break. Yeah. You know, um, there's all kinds of different um, situations. But, yeah, I think it's very important to um, look at the whole picture because what's going to happen is if you create all this structure and you fail, you're, you're going to feel discouraged, you know, and that's okay. But just understand that you're going to have to this is something you have to learn, not just something you're going to do. We always want things to come to fruition. <laughs> you know, yeah. the first day we're like, Oh, I got a plan. Don't worry. Everything's great. And then nothing goes according to the plan. And then you want to give up pretty totally. much. You know, you're like, I can't do this because, and that's what happens when people try to lose weight. That's what happens when they say they're going to cook dinner every night. That's what happens when they say they're going to save money. You know, we all do it. We make a plan and we fail and then we get discouraged. Because we didn't think maybe of all the conditions, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, and, and that we're going to we, need, be needed. Exactly. And, and it's like that unrealistic expectation. Right. A lot of times where right. we make the perfect plan, the perfect structure. Like if my day went like this, then this would be perfect. We all know that's not going to happen. You need right. to have like your intentions, but you also need to let go. And like you said, be present in that moment. So if you are, at this time, I have planned to do this and I'm going to be, you know, present and focused in this. But if it comes to that, sometimes when it comes to that place in time and things are happening and you're not able to follow through with what you expected that you can do, then you need to be flexible. But what right. I talk about is an if then plan that if that keeps happening, that if at, you know, three o'clock you're deciding to go for a walk for your mental health. And every single time at three o'clock, something is happening over and over habitually, then you can kind of think, okay, if that happens, how can I handle that differently? Or can I change the time or what can right. I do so that I can right. honor my I'm go back to the drawing board and figure yeah. out what's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. You got to reevaluate. Yeah. So sometimes we will create this, we sit down, we put in time to create some kind of a structure or a plan and like, okay, this is how life is going to go. And then life isn't wanting to fall in line with our plan. And it just frustrates us. And so I think we need to always remember to stay really fluid and flexible right. and, and like, right. not that I love that. What you said about successful people say, um, how can I still do this? It's not right. a give up and it's not a throw it out the door, you know, yeah. like, how you just can I think, it? okay, it's impossible. It looks impossible. So how can I do it? Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I used to do this thing, a little practice with myself that was called a 30-day focus. And I did it 
so many times that I recognized that on day one, it could go one of two ways. It was either going to be amazing and just totally enlightening and spiritual because I was doing a new thing, or it was going to be an absolute train wreck. <laughs> um, and it was funny because it would really be one or the other. It was always like really high or really low. And what I recognized that sometimes when you start off on something new, on a new path or a new plan, you come up against nothing but resistance and, you know, test after test after test. So that's how you need to look at it as this is a test and it's okay because I'm not giving up. Day two is going to be better. I'm not giving up because day ones aren't always great. You know what I mean? So your plan to do something new is not going to come all together in the first day. It's a practice. And I do the same thing on Mondays. You know, sometimes Mondays um, are amazing and sometimes they're a train wreck. And that's okay because it's Monday and Tuesday I'm going to get better because I'm more in flow. Um, And so, yeah, just to give yourself grace and realize, like, this is something you're beginning, not something you already have mastered. Yeah. But then going back to, and I don't know if we actually talked about it, like, the reason why we want to have that structure in the first place, even if it doesn't go exactly according to plan, even if you have to adjust things along the way, is that having that structure is actually going to anchor you and it's going to give you the ability that you need to build on. And so until you sit down and kind of think about what that needs to look at, then you don't have any, you know, you have to start there. You have to start with that structure and that framework in order to to start building off of that. And so that's why we're saying like, this is why it's so necessary for you to create that structure in your life to get that chaos contained a little bit. And then you still have to be open to just because you make a, you know, a structure doesn't mean that everything is going to be 100% perfectly contained. Right. And the reason why you're so upset because it didn't go as planned is just proof that you need structure (laughs) you know what I mean it's like this is just reinforcing what you already know is that life is chaotic and you're changing it you're going to do better you know and I think it's yeah sorry yeah no you're fine I'm just saying like that's you know that's just further proof and you'll find that when you create these things for yourself and then you're going to have a bad day or a day that doesn't go as planned because that happens to all of us and you're not going to be as upset because you still have structure because at four o'clock you're doing this and at five o'clock, you know, you're going to, if you're me, you're, it's, it's over. You're going to wind down, cook dinner. It doesn't matter what happened before five o'clock. You yeah. know what I mean? So, um, you know, and at the end of the day, whatever your bedtime process is, you know, you're going to put it all away because now it's time for bed. You don't have time to think about that it's time for bed now, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And just have the comfort of the routine, which your brain loves routine. And so I just wanted to say when I was really, and this has been a personal journey for me too, is when I was looking at this of structure and, you know, the things that I needed to be putting into my life to get to where I know that I want to go. So even during this time of, you know, uncertainty and chaos and stuff, I knew that I needed to structure my days where I was doing particular things that were still taking me toward my big vision, my big goal, because time wasn't stopping. And I could either, you know, let this time just waste away and, and then feel like, oh, I'll start, you know, at the end when things feel a little more in control or what I decided to do was just start taking control of what I could do 
on a daily basis and trying to make pr progress toward my goals, even though this crazy time surrounding me that I don't have control over may end up not getting me the results that I desire, I could still go through my process and I'm still then building the belief inside of me about who I am and taking on that identity of who I want to be now so that I don't have to start later, you know, that I can, yeah, like why, I don't have to why be on pause. You, stop? you know, this, yeah, there's no, absolutely no reason to stop pursuing your goals right now. None whatsoever. In fact, it's the opposite. Yeah. You know, you should definitely use this time to your advantage and be full of joy. I mean, if you can't realize the, the power that you have and the joy that there is to be had on this planet during a pandemic, then I'm not sure what will get your attention. Right. You know, I'm, I'm speaking to myself as well. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm more thankful for little things and I'm more thankful for my life because there's a lot of suffering going on right now. And it's it makes me think and I've slowed down and I'm not as busy and you know, I'm hoping that it's having a positive effect on everyone in the same way. The things that were important to me aren't anymore. Exactly. And I hope so too. And so in that vein, that's exactly what I had to kind of take a look at my life. And not only did I need to make sure that I was continuing to do the things that I knew that I needed to do to move toward my mm -hmm. goal and making sure mm -hmm. that I was showing up and being consistent right. and building momentum. But I realized that I had really been missing something in the craziness and in the busyness that I was always feeling overwhelmed, stressed out, not peaceful because I wasn't anchoring myself in spiritually. I wasn't mm -hmm. spiritually, even though I have a lot of knowledge about the Bible and I, I definitely, you know, go to Bible studies and I will go to church and stuff. But me personally, on a personal level, my mm -hmm. time with God was not where it should have been because I was so busy doing all the things and taking care of all the things that I wasn't taking this time. So what I really realized is for me, the biggest anchor that I have now got to go back to, and my daughter just got back from YWAM um, doing out in the mission field for three months. Um, and she was gone for six months in New Zealand. And she just came back so full of the mm -hmm. Lord and truth. Mm -hmm light. Mm -hmm. And oh, so I've really amazing. so been, yeah, I've been so gleaning from her and how, her, mm -hmm. how she views things that just changed her whole perspective. And so mm -hmm. I realized that I needed to be spending more time. Obviously, I think it could benefit all of us to not only spend time in prayer, asking God to protect us and our families and asking for help for the people that we see that are suffering, but just having that time in prayer is so, so important. And I think that I didn't have maybe as healthy of a prayer life as I needed to have for myself until now. And then I also have really been trying to just dig in the word and to get into the Bible myself and showing up for, you know, like you were saying, you turn on your sermon every single time you cook. So you're getting fed and encouraged because there's so much negativity out there and we need to make mm -hmm. sure that we are putting things in our life where we're actually being fed. And that is right. that to our soul that is really going to make the biggest difference for our well-being and all the fruits of the spirit if we can have joy if we can have peace and gentleness and patience and love and kindness you know those are all fruits of the spirit and if we aren't spending time with god ourselves then we aren't going to be able to exhibit those things in the lives of other people either yeah and we're supposed to be an example right now yeah you know 
I do my best to, I definitely pray every morning. I don't read my Bible every morning. I don't read scripture every morning, but I've gotten better at it. And there's nothing more important than that. There's absolutely nothing that goes on in my day that is more important than me having my spiritual half hour or hour or whatever it is in the morning. There's absolutely nothing because that sets the tone for everything else. And that's where I find my peace and my joy. And that is what I apply, you know, and also just my belief of I can do this. You know, I can do anything I want to do and I can't just, I don't like to start my day hectically like, oh, I'm running late. I'll do that later. Mm. That's, you know, and that happens to all of us. It's like, yeah. we'll have to be here now. So, you know, and with the slowdown in life, <laughs> the, the forced slowdown, we're all having to spend a little bit more time. I know some people are meditating more. Some people are, you know, I'm definitely spending more time in nature Mm-hmm. and all those things are anything we can do to almost honestly to just be empowered because there's right. so much that wants to you know just take from us right now and so mm-hmm. whatever we can do to be filled up so that we can bear the weight of all this change and the the things that we see are going on in the lives of other people and I mean loss of income and you know worries about the future and things like that I mean if we can just stay right. in an empowered state then we're not going to maybe get into that panic mode and I think that the structure of making sure that we spend time spiritually filling up I think is really really good and so before we end yeah. here was there uh, any other points that you wanted to make sure that you made yeah the only other thing I want to mention that I didn't touch on that I think it's so important because I know people struggle with this so much is having structure helps you create boundaries Ah. because if you say I'm doing this right now you're going to protect that window of time Mm -hmm. and boundaries is something that we all have a hard time with because we want most of us want to please other people and we want to say yes to our kids and our spouses and our boyfriends and our parents and everyone, our bosses, whoever, you know, we want to do all the things that people ask of us, but we tend to give too much of ourselves. And if you have a structure, you can protect your, your state of mind because you have to remember that you are an individual. It doesn't matter who you're married to, who you work for. It doesn't matter if you have eight kids or you have no kids. You are an individual, and if you don't protect yourself and take care of yourself, you have nothing to give. Exactly. So, yeah, and, you know, you just have to be a whole person and feel good. I mean, everybody deserves to feel good. Like, yeah. you know, don't you want to? Don't you want to feel good? And, and you don't need to feel guilty for taking time for yourself or taking good care of yourself. I mean, if you are a mom, you're setting an example of how you should you know, for your kids, boys and girls, and, you know, be a leader in your family and show people that you value yourself and that you love yourself and, and you have more to give when you do that. And so I thought that was really powerful when I wrote that down because I hadn't really thought about it. But I know for me, when I do my five o'clock dinner process, I turn my phone off most of the time because I don't want to be interrupted and that protects my time. And I honestly get really disappointed if I get a phone call during that time that I have to take, because I feel like I'm getting cheated out of my personal time and I don't want to talk on the phone. I don't want to text even. I want to relax. 
cooking if they're relaxing. And so, you know, just any, any space that you have like that, you need to protect yourself. Um, Well, and and so it's a good practice in boundaries because if you, if you tell everyone this, like, Oh, I can't talk right now because this is what I'm doing. They will respect you. But if you say nothing, they will discontinue to do whatever it is they want to do. Yeah. And if you have that structured time, then you can actually say you actually have a boundary for yourself that you can then try to help other people to follow. So I love that so much. And that is so interesting because I have reached out to every single person in my social selling success society, Facebook group, and I have Uh reached out to all of them. And I um, had personally voice message them and asked, how can I support you? What do you need? You know, what is emotionally, what do you need? And so I had somebody that had gotten back to me and they said, you know, what I really need is simplicity. I need simplicity. And so then I kind of laughed to myself because I'm like, okay, well, I'm really bad at simplicity. I'm like such like a deep all over the place kind of creative person. And so then I kind of thought, okay, well, why do I struggle with simplicity? What is it about me? And then that was the word that had came to mind for me is boundaries. When Mm -hmm. I give myself boundaries, then it makes things more simple. And so we can really wrap this up with that word, because if you think about the boundaries for how you're going to run things at home with the kids and and boundaries for the kids around their schoolwork, boundaries around schedules and time, boundaries around, you know, what you're choosing to do with your boundaries for you and your husband to spend time together, you know, (laughs) boundaries, you know, boundaries, work boundaries, because now that everything is happening in the home, creating boundaries about when those things are going to occur and how they're going to occur. So that is just like the perfect thing. I feel like to, to end on that takeaway of creating this structure to create boundaries that is going to give you what you desire. So. Yeah, simple, simple, simple. I once read in a book, things are as simple as you make them. <laughs> and I thought, I felt like I was being personally attacked. You know, <laughs> I was like, are you saying I'm complicated? So anytime <laughs> I catch myself making something complicated, and I know I am, I say to myself, this is as simple as, as you make it. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like calling myself out on it because I'm the one that's the problem. So I can just put an end to it right now and be simple. Well, it really comes down to the simplicity of creating a uh, one page schedule for your life that gives the boundaries for everyone to kind of fall into. And it can be just as simple as that, that every single thing that we've been struggling with and all the things can be kind of taken care of on that one simple little schedule. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, then rework it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's okay. You know, you can rewrite it. It's your life. It's your structure. It's your plan. And if you tried it and you went, Ooh, you know, that didn't work or that didn't work. Then, you know, you have to make a commitment to continually improve on it. Yeah. Because Uh, it could be like, Oh, well this schedule is like all serious and it's no fun. (laughs) Yeah. You don't want it. Exactly. You don't (laughs) want it to be so, so just uh, rigid, you know, because that's not fun either. No. And I've done that to myself before, like created too many rules for myself. And then it's like, I'm not enjoying my life though. Yeah. You know, so it, 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 everything has to be in balance. And if you don't feel good about it, then you know, you're out of balance. Yes, yes, yes. You know, less of this. Exactly. So. Yeah. Cause we've been playing a lot of games. Like, uh-huh. I mean, out of this last three weeks, we've probably played games, you know, like five uh-huh. nights. And it's been fun because that isn't something yeah. that you normally would do. 
And it, and it, we were talking about it and we were like, you know, when we look back on this time, this time that's just set, just set apart time in this world, then it's right. like, what are we going to remember? We're going to remember how much games we played, you know, yeah. and how many meals I, we ate together. And how much you laughed and just, yeah. you know, had time together. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I love it. Oh, it's so good. Well, thank you so much again for being You're here. You're welcome. Again, this is Fire. We will make sure in the show notes that we put a link to her Facebook page where she just puts up her inspiring thoughts and ideas and templates. And she's a brilliant, brilliant person. So I hope that you will follow her there. And um, we will be back, I'm sure. And we'll think of another great subject to try to support you and I really like the dialogue between the two of us and both of our ideas kind of coming together. I think like are really helpful. I enjoy it. So. Absolutely. I do too. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Always awesome. Until then you guys shine bright and make a difference.